hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Nubian Queen Nation. I'm Nubia. Here, we will talk about everything queenly, self-care, marriage, taking care of our royal subjects, otherwise known as our children, spouses, elderly parents, business, entrepreneurship, media, with a sprinkling in of the most high. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Nubia of Nubian Queen Nation. Wow. Come on in, come on in. It feels like it's been such a long, long time. Wow, the summer. Where has the summer gone? My goodness. I wanted to talk a little bit about gardening. I wanted to talk about so many things over the summer. And here we are in the month of September. Um, so this is actually episode 20. My goodness, my goodness. And we're also five days after September 11th. I had so many different plans of what I wanted to do as far as talking or bringing somebody on to speak, but time just got away from me. Um, you know, reflecting on September 11th, you know, what were you doing on that day, if you can remember? I remember being in school, um, going back a little bit before, before that, and there were certain days that you can ask older people, what were you doing on the day that um, JFK got shot or what were you doing on the day that Martin Luther King was shot and older people could actually tell you and so that's one of those things when you think of September 11th what were you doing and I can remember being in Virginia also sorry with welcome to all my kings and my queens um, thank you for coming in to join me here at Nubian Queen Nation so back to September 11th I can remember being in Virginia and at that time, you know, being married, still, still married, and having three little girls, and it must have been like a Tuesday, I think, I'm not quite sure, but it was a day that every week on Tuesday, we would wake up, get dressed, have breakfast, and I would, uh, you know, shuffle all the little girls off into the car, or we had a Suburban at that time, and then we would drive to a play date, which is at this little, cute little church, um, Remember, it had its own little, you know, well or fresh water that you could pump into, um, you know, your own little jugs. And um, so we were getting ready to go to our play date. And I had a little television that was playing in our kitchen. And I just remember watching like a Good Morning America type thing. And the girls were still, you know, getting themselves situated and seeing the plane fly into the building. And just being in complete shock, I think, you know, like all of us, we're sitting there or watching the television, like, did that just happen? And then as we're trying to, you know, think of what just happened, um, then the, the other plane hit, another plane hit the other building of the Empire State Buildings, Twin Towers. Um, so that day, it, I don't think I'll ever forget that day. And my, little, my girls were too little to realize what was going on and I think I was trying to call the church the Episcopal church and see if play date if our play date had been canceled but some people I don't know did I go or not um it, nobody knew about it yet because because some of the moms of course I was running a little bit late so some of the moms were probably already there um at the play date playing in the in the park with their children in the church playground and so actually to this day, I really can't remember if I actually still win. 
I do remember getting on the phone and calling Connecticut from Virginia and no, the lines were down. So I couldn't get through to Connecticut. I couldn't get through to my aunt in New York. And, you know, she, she was fine. She wasn't there that day or, you know, and I don't, I don't remember if I ever talked to her. I'm sure I did about what she was doing on that day, but she wasn't downtown that day. Um, she would commute from Brooklyn where she's still in Brooklyn now. Um, so yeah, that, what a, what a day, what a day, what, um, you know, one of those things that you'll remember. And, uh, so just, you know, taking a moment to remember the people who all passed before us and the firemen and the policemen and people who were helpers and people who were running from the building and firemen and workers were serving and running into the building. So that was something else. Um, so yeah, so just remembering the importance of family. You know, with my husband and I serving in the military and my sister and her husband served in the army. And my brother was in the Marines and he was also in the army. And then I have nieces and nephews and uncles. And just a lot, of, a lot of people in my family served in the military. So we know all about giving back to our country and to our community and to our families. And so speaking about that, my goodness, since um, my earlier podcast in the month of June, my grandmother, who turned 20, excuse me, 21, 102 in June, she actually just passed away. And that's such a sad, sad, sad thing. She was such a wonderful woman. I have lots of wonderful women in my life. My mom, my mother-in-law, beautiful, beautiful women, Uh, my nana, um, so many different people to look up to uh, in my community and in my family. So my grandmother um, just has been, hmm, I think she was just laid to rest, maybe it's been a couple weeks already, but she, on her birthday, she was running around, she ran across the street, we were trying to celebrate her, and she just has so much energy, and um, I guess she accidentally, you know, she fell and broke her hip and had surgery, and then she was vaccinated, she caught the with COVID in the hospital when they were doing um, uh, a test because they were getting ready to move her from the hospital because she was doing well to the nursing home. And when they did that mandatory test, uh, she had no symptoms, asymptomatic, I think is what they call it. And she had COVID. So from there, she just, um, I think that she really never recovered fully. And I think while she was in the hospital, she also fell again. So, um, so yes, just remembering Helen, Elizabeth, Fisher Turner. Um, she, we had a memorial service for her in Connecticut, and then she was laid to rest in Portland, Maine, which is where she was from. She was born and raised there. My father was also born and raised there. So lots of things going on, and my father was with me for a whole year. Like I said, just remembering family. Um, caregiver to my father. He turned 80, and uh, we just did a Zoom for him because we wanted to try and keep him nice and safe from, you know, being out in the public. So a family Zoom. And he just went back to Texas. So we went from having, you know, three weeks of nonstop, uh, you know, people in and out because of my grandmother passing. And then my father, my sister came to get him uh, from Texas. She came for the funeral, but she was on her way here anyway. So there was just a lot of family, a lot of good family time. My brother and his um, daughters came from, he came from Oklahoma. His daughters were in Minnesota. I always get them mixed up, Minnesota. So lots of family, lots of family. So if you're around your husband, your kids, your nieces, nephews, grandparents, aunts, great aunts, uncles, just give them 
big hugs, big hugs, because it does, you know, taking time to reflect when you think of something like um, every year when September 11th comes around. And uh, I didn't even, the thought of going to New York and, and walking around, I still haven't done it even since the buildings came down. Uh, but I know some people who did take that the trip from Connecticut to um, that area and walked around just to remember and to reflect. And somebody's uh, that I know that lives right here in my area, she also was down there that day and remembers very well um, the whole the whole day and lost some friends. So maybe I can uh, get her in to talk to her about many different subjects because her her uh, father also just passed away. So she's also um, grieving that, and um, so I'll, I'll I won't mention her name right now, but I would love to have her on the podcast telling her story of September 11th um, and her journey. She's has a wonderful story, um, strength, just much much resilience. So some things that I um, just wanted to bring up for you, for you today is just to go back and um, if you haven't listened to some of my other podcasts because I am on 20, which I can't believe. Um, you know, we have some really good things that, um, speakers that I've spoken to and some detoxing. I think just before, um, the situation with my grandmother, I was actually on a juicing fast. So, oh my goodness, that was not to turn from, you know, September 11th, but I was actually on this juicing fast and I pulled my girls, my three daughters in to the fast with me, the juicing. And we went to the store, we had like... 25 pineapples and like 11 bags of celery and like bags and bags of apples and so we each had a grocery list um, of the same exact items and we each we had four carts I'll have to see if I can post that picture or do that for a different um a different podcast but so we did that juicing thing and, and they they lasted for four of the five days I think I spoke about that a little bit so there's that that podcast and then there's um I, if you look back at my podcast I have a lot to do on detoxing and juicing and that's all I'm always on a health journey I think we all should be on a health journey get much healthier healthier <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to mention is also if you want to listen to my the podcast on my grandmother turning 102 that was episode 12 back in June and yes let's see what else did I want to mention? My father went back to Texas. Oh, so my sister did a Zoom when she got back to Texas because she wanted to tell me that during that trip, I know when he was here, my father was here, he had this really souped up, you know, pimp my ride type of um, <laughs> motor scooter, you know, electric scooter. And when he has the scooter at my sister's house, he can maneuver. I mean, her house is, you know, much more spacious than mine. So she can take the scooter and he can take the scooter and ride around from room to room and not hit any walls or anything or even hit the corners, but not so much here at my house. So the scooter came and he it kept it stayed in the basement and we would ma- mainly just let him sit in the wheelchair in certain spots. And if we left, we would take his regular push uh, wheelchair with us. So she said when he was here, well, when you took him out to celebrate um, we went to some kind of celebration at the cas- local casino here. And she said, why don't you bring a scooter? I'm like, Daddy used to work at that casino, and if I brought that scooter, I could just see him with no phone, because his phone wasn't working at the time, <laughs> being in some little nook and cranny of the of the casino and me not being able to find him. Um, I was like, nah, that's not happening. So, and then we took, this, we did take the scooter one time, we went to the beach, and he got to ride it up and down, you know, on the 
broadwalk area of the beach and that you know we can keep our, our eyes on him and you know um because i live so close to where my grandmother was living that my father could have easily went that few blocks on that um electric scooter and if his if it, the battery died or something i would not have been able to find him because he just would just get in the backyard and take a ride and not um not come back so i could just see him going off to dunkin donuts and i'm looking for him like a crazy woman and he'd be sitting there just drinking a coffee and eating a donut so I told her on certain situations I wasn't taking the scooter with me because I just want to make sure he stayed safe and I didn't lose him. So I'm sure you can tell where this story is going. So she's here we are, you know, packing him up, and the electric scooter went back to Texas with him uh, in the pickup truck, her and my, um, my brother-in-law. And so they got to, I guess, the, the first two stops, you know, he got in the scooter, went to the restroom, no problem, came back to the truck, everything worked out fine. Got to the third stop. They were already in Texas at one of the really big um, spots that has this little golden mouse. I can't think of the name of that um, that stop area right now. But they stopped there. And, you know, my sister, everybody had to run to the bathroom. So my sister went her way. My brother-in-law went one way. And my father was, you know, making his way through on his scooter. So my sister and my brother-in-law come out. They look at each other like, well, where's Pop? So they're looking around, looking around, and, you know, no Pop. And so then, oh my goodness, my sister said she got frantic. She didn't want to call the other siblings, myself and my sister and brother, to worry us. So she just was looking and looking and looking, you know, back into the bathroom. My brother-in-law went and all over this place is huge. Like Bucky's, I think it's called Bucky's. Um, anyway, so then she meets my brother-in-law up again. And then she says, okay, I'm going to go outside. I'm looking around the back of the building, you front of the building. And then they split up. They also called in the state police. They came, they were looking. This is, you know, starting to be, my sister's trying to hold it all together. So then the state police, they couldn't find him. And they're like, ma'am, there's nothing we can do as far as he's not, you know, no kidnapping, nothing, nothing, nothing looks bad. Nothing dangerous has happened. So we can't file a report or whatever. So I guess they leave. Um, and then my brother-in-law ended up going towards the front of the store outside. And he calls my sister and says, come over here quick, quick, come. So my sister is running from wherever she is, back of the building and running to the front. And then there's my father drinking a nice cold beer and talking to a gentleman about his um, his Harley Davidson motorcycle. That's what my father used to ride was a Harley. So, I mean, you know, what do they say? Twice a, once a man, twice a child. So my father was really enjoying himself. And my sister was worrying, you know, about where he was and if he was okay. So it turned out he was fine. No, no harm done. Um, so she couldn't wait to call us once she got home to tell us what happened. And I said, see, that's what I was telling you about that electric scooter. It gives him his independence, but my goodness gracious, <laughs> that was um, that was very traumatic for her. But like I said, it ended well. So let me see, what else did I want to bring up? So my aunt that I mentioned that was in Brooklyn, her church was having a Mayafa uh, ceremony. And that was really something to see. Um, if you don't know Mayafa, M-A-A-F-A, or as we would say in the military, M is in Mike, A is in Alpha, Alpha. F is in Foxtrot, A is in Alpha, my Alpha, in New York at St. Paul Church in Brooklyn. So maybe you can Google it. I think that they are having um, some postings that they've been putting up on Facebook. But that was a celebration. It's like depicting um, life, what it would have been in their view if you're coming from Africa over on the slave ship. And actually, even before that, they took it one step back and they spoke, um, they showed what life looked like in Africa before people were being stolen and put on ships to come to the United States. 
how the life was pleasant. It was beautiful. It was peaceful. And then next thing you know, people were being snatched, put on the ship. And then we're in, we're in the United States. And then they showed, you know, the 300, 400 years, 200 years of um, uh, bondage in the United States. And then they end it a different way. So that's what they call the Maafa. So if you've never seen it or heard of it, go ahead and Google uh, Maafa and put in St. Paul's Church in Brooklyn. And that'll come up. And so that's all I pretty much wanted to share with you for today. Just giving you an update of my summer. Um, my chickens are doing well. I didn't even do a series on that. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about raising chickens. Um, so some just time has just flown by. But I do have three chickens in my backyard. And I do love my gardening. And I think at this time I have tomatoes that are still turning red. Um, some cucumbers, basil, some squash. Um, we had strawberries earlier this year. Um, so I have quite a few things that are, it's just fun growing. Um, oh, and my goodness, flowers. This, this year was the first time I actually concentrated on growing some flowers. So I know I just went from, you know, the tragic things that happened at 7-11, September 11th. But now I'm ending it on a good note, talking about my chickens and flowers and gardening. So, um, so yeah, I'll have to squeeze those in, maybe uh, what I'm going to be planting in the fall season. But thank you for joining me for today. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I wanted to add to this before I ended. Um, I think that also sometime in the future or coming soon, I'll be talking about an episode of credit. How about you guys? How is your credit? Do you have any questions about that? And is that something that you'd want to um, actually hear me discuss and talk about? Giving some tips and some pointers on credit. Um, if so, leave a comment wherever it is that you can leave a comment and or leave me a message. DM me on Instagram, Nubian Queen 2020, and you can also check me out on YouTube at Nubian Queen TV. Alrighty then, I think that's all that I have for today. Oh, I was also thinking during the whole three weeks of, from my grandmother passing and falling and passing and the funeral, um, I need to go back and listen to my own episode 10 on the art of forgiveness. So much stuff goes on, you know, but we do, again, love and appreciate family. And so until my next episode, stay patched up, check out my patches. I wear three daily, immune, energy, and complete. So stay patched up. All right. Peace, love, and soul. Or as my Jamaican family would say on my father, my husband's side, peace and blessings. Nubian Queen, out. Oh, wait, just one more thing before I go. I just, um, I want to thank all of my listeners Thank you for the downloads and for all of my new subscribers. And I just wanted to take a moment to say, um, so looking at my analytics, the geographical locations, I have listeners 85% in the United States, 3% in Australia, 3% in Germany, 2% in Canada. Thank you. Hello, Terrell. <laughs> uh, 1% in Guyana, 1% in the United, United Kingdom the Philippines, St. Lucia, and Belgium. So just keep them coming. Thank you so much for my new subscribers. I do appreciate you. All right? I'm out now. Peace and blessings. Until next time, Nubian Queen Nation. Thank you so much for joining us today at Nubian Queen Nation. Come back and join us again in two weeks. Better yet, subscribe, like, and leave a comment. And 
would, please share this with a friend. Peace and blessings. Love ya, Nubia. Thank you.